How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Leading Ladies, a concert in celebration of Women's History Month featuring Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, Mel King, At the King's Theater in Brooklyn, New York on Wednesday, March 20th. Tickets are on sale now. You don't want to miss this amazing night of music dedicated to uplifting women's voices. With Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, and Christina Perry. Odyssey's Leading Ladies presented by Olay Body. Buy your tickets now at kingstheater.com. This is America's Sports Voice, KMOX. From Jupiter, Florida and Cardinals Spring Training, it is a Gray Bar Sports Open Line right here on KMOX. My name is Matt Pauley. Here over the next month or so, you're going to hear a lot from the uh, various media members that are also out here uh, in Jupiter covering Cardinals Spring Training. We'll talk to them on just about an everyday basis. And we're going to start with uh, Channel 4's uh, Tamar Sher. Got the chance to uh, sit down and talk with her uh, earlier today. And she's had uh, quite the busy last few days. She was down uh, in Las Vegas for the Super Bowl covering uh, the Chiefs Championship and then made her way here to uh, Florida and arrived today for pitchers and catchers reporting. So we'll talk a little baseball, a little football. And the first thing uh, I asked her was uh, what it was like for her as uh, she did cover the Super Bowl. I've never experienced anything quite like it. That's the best way to describe it. First of all, all of the people that were there, it's in Vegas. Vegas is already the city that never sleeps. And then you add a Super Bowl, it gets to a whole new level. You have athletes roaming the streets that you don't know, oh, hey, you could see LeBron James there. But the Chiefs, they were able to get it done slow first half, but we were in the building, and I will just say it was as electric as you saw on the screens, one of the most televised. It was actually the most televised sporting event that we've ever seen, so the most watched, rather, and it was just such a cool experience. KMOX is the radio home in St. Louis. The Chiefs Channel 4 has a lot of the uh, Chiefs games and had the Super Bowl. It's really... The Chiefs have made a a kind of a profound media impact in this market. What I love that was said, Patrick Mahomes doesn't know how to lose. The fact that the Chiefs have him, they have Andy Reid, they have Travis Kelsey. There are so many guys who were able to get it done at the end of the day when it was all said and done. The Chiefs are a really fun team to watch. And I think the one thing that everyone was talking about the entire week was, is this team a dynasty yet? Has this team created the Chiefs dynasty well? You got three rings in five years. I think you can consider that a dynasty, but the Chiefs are just so professional, so great to work with and around, and it was really cool to see them be able to get this one in a season when there was so much adversity to their name. Uh, I'm glad I'm talking to you about this. I hope I phrased this question the right way. There's the Taylor Swift aspect to it, and a lot of people have said this is the opportunity for young women to like watch football for the first time you're someone who covers sports you love sports i think maybe you might have an interesting take on the impact of a taylor swift bringing the game of football bringing sports to to young women some women who might not be interested in it otherwise if you can bring different people to sports period 
that's a win. So anyone who's out there hating on Taylor Swift for having these 20 second cutaways, and I will say she's only on air for maybe three, 30 seconds, yeah. if that. So the fact that she can pull new audiences who actually want to watch the game, I think it's something that this was the most watched game ever that we've ever experienced in our lifetime. So. I think that Taylor Swift has a really great impact. I think that she's just living her life, and if it brings more viewership to the game of football in and of itself, that is incredible. I think that what she's been able to do, bringing more awareness, I think if young women can start getting more involved in the participation of sports or watching sports, they love football. I know there's the emergence of flag football, and there's the emergence of females in football. So all of these things working together, just bringing more awareness to it, period, is really cool in and of itself. Let's jump over to uh, to baseball. Kind of a, a slow day, but a few things happened. Sonny Gray was out on the mound for a bit. Pitchers and catchers reporting. Some position players are around. What's been your general takeaway here from uh, day one of Cardinals camp? Well, we were able to talk to Sonny Gray just moments ago, and what I love is that he wanted to come in come in hot and say, you know what, I know that we have a ton of leaders in this clubhouse right now. It's not just me. We have a ton of strong voices. He was able to have a little throwing session with Wilson Contreras. He said, we have similar leadership styles. We both want to win. And I think that's such a cool aspect that we're seeing here. And yes, pitchers and catchers were reporting, but we saw tons of position players. We saw Matt Carpenter. We saw Jordan Walker, Mason Wynn, and the fact that these guys want to be here now and get started before they have to report says a lot about the energy around this group, and they just want to get started right now. Matt Carpenter specifically said that he wanted to be here early because he understands his leadership aspect. And there's obviously expectations from him from a playing perspective, but it really seems like he is taking that leadership side very, very seriously. You know, Nolan Arenado and Paul Goldschmidt said it earlier. They wanted to have this person in the clubhouse. They wanted to have a Matt Carpenter-esque leader in the clubhouse. Yes, you got Sonny Gray now. You got Matt Carpenter. You got a lot of voices working here, but the fact that Matt Carpenter wants to be here, you can tell he's excited. You can tell he just wants to meet people. You know, he was with this organization not too long ago, but still he has to meet new people, these younger guys that are coming through the system, and this is a perfect time to do it. He said he's excited to be here at spring training. He got here a few short hours ago. I think it was yesterday, but still he's ready to get after it, and that says a lot about his leadership style, that he wants to come in here, meet everyone, set the tone, and get started. We're talking with uh, Tamar Share from Channel 4. We're down here in Jupiter, Florida. So for you personally, because I had this feeling last year. Last year was my first time covering Cardinal Spring Training as someone who grew up in St. Louis. Now same thing thing for you. What's it like for you being at, at, at this after so many years of watching what was going on here? I got to say, I got all the butterflies, and I get the butterflies every time I am able to st step into the clubhouse because it's very surreal for me. And even to see Matt Carpenter, someone who I watched growing up, it's really neat to see the professionalism that the, these guys have and to see the work that they put in. You know, when we see Sonny Gray and we see how locked in he is and that he treats these workouts, even though it's the first day of spring training, he's so locked in, he's so ready to go, and he has this air about him that people just will want to follow. That's from my perspective. But for me, being someone who grew up in St. Louis, to be on this side of it is such a surreal experience. I don't think the butterflies will really ever go away, even if I do this for 10, 20, 30 years. Um, but it is such a neat opportunity to be here in Jupiter and meet these some of these guys for the very first time. It really feels like from a 
they're taking things so seriously. You talk about Sonny Gray, you talk about Matt Carpenter, all these guys, This they're in here ready to work, and I have to think that's largely connected to what happened last season. I don't think they want that to happen again. I, Matt Carpenter even said it, from an outside perspective looking in, everyone around baseball was confused. Yeah. How could this happen to the Cardinals? How could this happen to this group? Because there are so many great pieces. Now they've totally retooled you know their pitching staff they've added some relievers they've added a lot of key pieces which will be very interesting to see how that's all going to work together but i think the consistent sentiment is running through this clubhouse they do not want to allow what happened last year to happen this year and it starts with what happens in the spring miles michaelis even said it earlier they had the World Baseball Classic. He's not going to make excuses, but this is going to change now that like everyone can be together from the very start of spring training. What's the, the storyline or two that you're really locked in here early on in camp? Well, right now, it's definitely the Sunny Gray and Contreras being battery mates. We saw them um, do a little bullpen earlier today. I really like that storyline. But really, spring training is just about getting to know these guys at a different level. This is your opportunity to really see who they are and what they've done in the offseason, what kind of work they've put in. Uh, maybe they've changed some things from last year to this year. So I really am looking Hello, forward to learning um, what's this happening. Is He's the new producer. That's Tavar Sherajoy, yes, here on a Graybar Sports Overline. And Jim Hayes in the background. Hey. I was yelling. I'm sorry. We have a new producer, EJ, and I was introducing. I apologize. We love that, it. That's all, all the right. guests. <laughs> so, Tavar Sherajoy with a, a cameo from uh, Jim Hayes on the program. Uh, Tavar, thanks for your time. Hey, thanks, Matt, so much. Excited to hang out with you all week. Again, that was uh, Tamar Sherajoy, a conversation I had with her earlier today. A little cameo from uh, Jim Hayes from uh, Valley Sports Midwest in there as well. Coming up next, we're going to hear from uh, Sonny Gray. Really cool stuff that he had to say today after he threw a bullpen session. And then later in the hour, we'll hear from Wilson Contreras. That's all coming up. It's Graybar Sports Open Line on KMOX. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Leading Ladies, a concert in celebration of Women's History Month featuring Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, The King's Theater in Brooklyn, New York on Wednesday, March 20th. Tickets are on sale now. You don't want to miss this amazing night of music dedicated to uplifting women's voices. With Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, and Christina Perry. Odyssey's Leading Ladies presented by Olay Body. Buy your tickets now at kingstheater.com. News Radio KMOX, the home of the Cardinals. It's Graybar Sports Open Line right here on KMOX from Jupiter, Florida and Cardinals Spring Training. My name is Matt Pauley as we continue to uh, go through a lot of what was said earlier today. Uh, we'll still hear from uh, Wilson Contreras. We'll hear from Miles Michaels. We'll hear from Matt Carpenter. But let's uh, really start off uh, with the audio that we're going to play today. Hearing from Sonny Gray as the uh, spotlight today was certainly on him. 
he threw a, a bullpen session. And as we talked about earlier, it was really something because uh, he was out there. He was very vocal. He was saying uh, what the situation was, what pitch it was, what uh, the, and yeah, just very vocal, lots of excitement, lots of energy, something that you generally don't see out of, uh, out of bullpen sessions. And for Gray, as he did spend some time talking to the media today, he said, you know, just starting off, it just felt good to be out on the mound getting the opportunity to throw that bullpen. It's the most important, the most fun, the most enjoyable part of my day is when I do all this prep and do all this stuff to get outside. And then once you get outside, you pick up a baseball and you start throwing. Um, I mean, it is, it's, it's what we do, right? It's, it's, so it's, it's a lot, in a lot of ways, it's the mo- most enjoyable part of my day. So I try to have fun with it, but also try and take it serious. And uh, I just don't like to pick up a ball and just throw just to just mm-hmm. just the act of throwing. Um, I try to get something out of it every day. So mention the how vocal he is and just sort of what he was doing. He started to explain his process on how he wants to, to go about and, and, and really what uh, he's trying to do when he throws bullpens. That's pretty normal. Um, with the exception of like a pregame bullpen, um, like a pregame going into a start bullpen, mm-hmm. um, it'll be a little different. But the So you're saying like the purpose of the bullpen today was to get on the mound, get go through your process and everything, and then I was only throwing fastballs today. So then the purpose of the bullpen today was to treat everything like an OO count, throw the ball down the middle of the plate, and get ahead and strike one. So there will be different bullpens where, you know, it will maybe be some two-strike counts or some other counts. But I do like to do things count-based. Okay. Um, and I think OO is a very important count. Uh, and it's a, it was just a really good count to start in today. Did you also like to be vocal like that? Oh, and yes, always. Okay. That's what that was very low-key. And taking that one step further, uh, he explained why he is so vocal during those bullpen sessions. Seeing something, picturing something, vocalizing something, uh, I think it um, it's easier. To, you tell yourself, hey, throw the ball right down the middle. It's the last thought and everything. You're throwing. I just think it's, uh, it's just how I am, I guess. I don't know. I mean, it's just it's just, it's just how I am, what I do. Um, I don't know why I do it. It's just uh, self-talk. I read a lot of books about a bunch of different things. Uh, some people would say self-talk is very important you can take that a step further self-talk it's like telling yourself to do something and then going and doing it i think that's it's easier than keep all these things bottled up and you know whatever and then you keep it bottled up it's it's just for me it's just better to get things out really good stuff for him that was um that was just fun to listen to every time he talks and we've had the opportunity to interview him a couple times uh when he first uh, signed and then uh, winter's warm, a winter warm up. He is just somebody that I love listening to him uh, talk to baseball. We'll hear more from him right now. Uh, he threw the bullpen session to uh, Wilson Contreras. That was something he also said that he was able to enjoy. I, I've known Wilson for a long time, uh, just playing against him. And yeah, that was, I didn't know I was, we were, he was even going to be down there catching today. So that was a, that was a nice, um, that was a nice, um, that was cool. That was exciting. That was that was fun. Um, had to keep everybody on their toes the first couple and just and just throw them all over the place just to just to see, <laughs> see, see how everybody reacts. Um, no, it was it was great. Um, 
it was a I'm throwing a bullpen on Thursday and that's going to be like a bullpen and so I just I just kind of wanted to go through the process before everything gets started uh, tomorrow and the next day I just kind of wanted to go through the process of uh, prep prep get yourself ready to get on the mound so I didn't want to do anything crazy on the on the mound today I just wanted to touch it you know get on the mound um, like I said let some throw some fastballs and just kind of I didn't want to do anything crazy but I also wanted to throw the ball down the middle and and so I think I threw like maybe 12 or 15 and that was kind of the plan and I got through the middle of it and I was like oh I can really keep going right now but I was like you know what you had a plan um stay with your plan and uh no that was uh, we talked a little bit at the end of it which was which was great um him understanding me in that short interaction that we had there and me understanding him in that short interaction um it was just all about strikes being aggressive through the middle of the plate uh, throw the ball through the middle of the plate be aggressive uh, yeah, so that was neat. That relationship is going to be oh so important. Gray is the guy at the top of the rotation. Contreras, the starting uh, catcher. And uh, as that relationship continues to move forward, uh, Gray said that he's really still getting to uh, know Contreras. So we haven't spent a ton of time together um, yet as teammates. I just, uh, I've, I've played against him a decent amount. Uh, and I've talked to people about him. Uh, and one thing that has stuck out is I think we're very similar uh, in the way of competitiveness. I think he is a highly, highly competitive guy, um, and I like that. Um, I'm very similar when I get on the baseball field um, as a as a pitcher and as a player. So competitiveness, I think he's definitely very, very competitive. Uh, I think he can watching him i think he 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 can show his emotions and that's that's okay uh it's okay to show emotion uh but i I think just getting to know him on and off the field getting to know him uh, from 60 feet away uh, yeah i mean we're i think we're very similar when we get between the white lines and the way that we think and the way that we go about our business so yeah i mean it's just um it's just all little intangibles that we'll pick up just from being together and working together uh, and i look forward to, to doing that Contreras, not the only guy he's still getting to know walking into a brand new organization a situation that Contreras was in just one year ago and uh, gray admitted this is kind of a, a process of, a, of assimilating into uh, the cardinals and really he's still settling into the organization i'm trying to put a, a lot of time in early in spring um be open have open arms talk to people introduce yourself and it may take two three or four different introductions and that's okay there's nothing wrong with that it's in um that's kind of how i am like oh we met yesterday oh i'm sorry can you tell me your name again and i'm sunny nice to you know and that's um you know you're learning a a lot of new people a lot of new philosophy not new philosophies or or whatnot you just you just you're meeting new people but that's just life in general it's a it's a new place um new facilities new people good people i've enjoyed everyone that i've met and that we have talked it seems like there's a lot of good people around so that's a good thing i think it's just um putting in a lot of time especially early to be open to to things um see i think that'll just continue to happen for a while so yesterday, you and Lance went out and watched Elster off the mound for a little bit. I was curious how much of that is going to be part of your spring, just to learn repertoire from other guys, learn how other guys throw, whether that's 
things you can tell them, things you can learn from them, and how much just that act is going to be important to you in spring. I do that a lot, um, not just in spring, throughout the season as well, and that's something that we're hoping to incorporate here, incorporate, whatever that word is. Um, so yeah, as long as, you know, just having a flow and a structure uh, uh, where everyone's time is, everyone's time is important and we all understand that, but having a time where we can all come together and help each other, watch watch each other, I think the only way that, that I could potentially help uh, Tink or Lance or... Uh, Ryan or, or any of these guys is, is to watch them and just watch and listen and ask questions uh, and this, vice versa for, for them to watch me and listen and ask questions. Uh, watch Miles the other day and ask him a couple of questions to understand what it, he said something and I said, what does he mean by that? So it's like, hey, what do you what do you what do you what do you mean by that? Just ask it, um, and then he explains it and you know, like, oh, okay, I got you. So he says it again or you know like maybe one day in the future he'll he'll forget that and then i can maybe help him re-remember it vice versa uh, it's just a just a constant flow of of that and i think watching is important and then the last thing i thought this was cool he is somebody who is so willing to help everybody else he doesn't want to just become better himself he wants to help every pitcher on the team uh be the best version of themselves as well and he made it clear he is willing to help anybody he wants to help everybody but he also feels like this is already a staff that is filled with knowledge i accept all responsibility or all things with open arms but i also think that we've got four other five five guys four other guys including myself that have a ton of experience um, I think the only way to have a really good staff is everyone leads at different points of the season, at different points of the, the day, at different mm-hmm. points. Everyone leads in their own right. Uh, I'm going to be – I am a vocal guy. There are other vocal guys that are on the staff as well. Mm-hmm. I, I think that, yeah, I may lead one day. Somebody else leads. I think it's just a – I think it's just a – a revolving door that mm-hmm. that everyone is open and, and accepted to i'm gonna i would be i would hope that that guys come to me with questions not only the the four other guys that are on the staff bullpen guys young guys coaches and i and i will do the same i will go to anybody and everybody who i feel can make me a better player make me a better pitcher mm-hmm. and ask questions i i i will uh, so I think it's a, it's constantly a revolving door of you truly want to get better. You truly are in this to to win a World Series and to be the best pitcher, the best player, the best person that you can be. I think it's it, it's a constant revolving door of all all always around. So mm-hmm. I, I view myself as a leader, and I would hope that everyone on the staff views themselves as a leader as well. Uh, just with also openness to learn from 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 everyone else around us. Great stuff from Sonny Gray. I hope you enjoy listening to him talk. I certainly do. He's uh, he's an interesting guy, and it's fun to hear what uh, he has to say. So he was throwing the bullpen session. Wilson Contreras was catching it. What did he have to say about it? We'll find out next. It's Gray Bar Sports Open Line from Cardinal Spring Training in Jupiter, right here on KMOX. Welcome back to the Gray Bar Sports Open Line, live from Cardinal Spring Training and 
the D.R. Hughes Homes Broadcast Center. Once again, Matt Pauley on KMOX. From Jupiter, Florida, it is a gray bar sports open line right here on KMOX as we start to put the finishing touches on hour number one of the program. In hour number two, we'll hear from Miles Michaels. We'll hear from Matt Carpenter. We'll hear from uh, Jay Binkley from uh, Kansas City, covers the Chiefs. And uh, we'll talk about the uh, something that kind of blew up on social media today with the uh, Cardinals uh, jersey and the, the, the uniform, the way it looks. Uh, it looks a little bit different now uh, with the uh, the Nike and the Fanatics deal. And we'll do our best uh, taking what's not maybe uh, what's a visual topic. We'll do our best to uh, to battle it through uh, on, on radio coming up in just a little while. But we are playing a lot of audio going back through what was uh, said today uh, here in Jupiter. Let's hear from uh, Cardinals at catcher Wilson Contreras. The big headline today was uh, the uh, bullpen session thrown by Sonny Gray. We heard from uh, Gray just a few moments ago. Again, he was very vocal during the bullpen session. That was the thing that really caught people, I don't know if off guard, but certainly uh, made people take note of uh, of what was going on. There was a lot of talking. Uh, there was a lot of energy. There was a lot of excitement. Uh, it was it was fun to, to be able to watch. And uh, Contreras, who caught that bullpen, said he's very much impressed by Gray. What I take away from uh, Sonny Gray today, his mindset, I think he's a... Uh, He's, it tells me a lot. It tells me a lot about himself and about the game, and the way he went through his his bullpen today was a, was very impressive to be the first time, and I'm really excited for the, for what he's going to bring to the table. We know when it comes to Contreras, he is a very excitable guy. He's somebody who brings uh, a lot of energy to what he does on an everyday uh, basis. Uh, Gray kind of looked the part today when he was uh, throwing that bullpen session, and Contreras said that he kind of already feels a bond with Gray. We have a lot of, uh, a lot of things in common, similarities, and uh, but I'm a catcher, so I have to be able to, to slow my game down even when it's faster, and I know they have a lot of emotions under under their belt, so we have to like I have to create the balance with them. We have to like they're gonna be who they're gonna be. I, I have to be the one to calm them down and or, or to speed them up. And I'm trying to uh, just like I said, be there for them. Um, I know they're all veterans. They all know what they need to do, and 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 I'm really excited for this season. For Contreras last year, obviously. Uh, an up and down season. There was a lot of stuff that happened to him that maybe didn't need to uh, to happen to him. It was just uh, a turbulent season to to say the least. But at the end, I mean, he he was one of the best hitters on the club. I think his defense and what he did behind the plate got better as the year uh, as the year moved along. And Contreras said that you know from a personal standpoint, from a team standpoint, everybody's just ready to uh, really move on from last year. Last year was uh, was a learning season from uh, in in a lot of different areas and uh, and during the off season, I was just focusing. Uh, making some adjustments, hitting and, and making a lot of adjustments on uh, on my defense and, and be just uh, focused on it and, and trying to, to be myself from day one. Um, not putting pressure on myself about uh, putting numbers or anything like that. The only thing that I've been focused on is staying healthy and, and stay on the field as, lo- as long as I can. He might want to move on from last year, but he can also build off of uh, last season especially with how he was able to uh, play that second half of the season. I'm trying to bring uh, the same thing that I did uh, during the second half last year. Uh, there's nothing, no major change, just uh, just, just a tough process and trust trust, uh, trust my hands, trust my my game plan and, and all the stuff. But uh, the only thing that I've changed, just staying back on the ball and not trying to be jumpy on, on the plate. Also last year, his first year with the Cardinals, he was – Coming to spring training in Florida for the first time, he's walking into a clubhouse that he wasn't comfortable with. 
Uh, there was a lot going on. You think about the WBC and pitchers coming and pitchers going and him trying to get to know everybody. He made it very clear this year he feels much more comfortable than this time last year. I feel way better than the last year for sure. Uh, it not, it's, it's not that I feel bad last year, but it wasn't like like this year. This year is completely different. I feel, feel, I feel home. I feel like um, I've been here for a long time now, and, and the reception that I get when I get here is unbelievable. I thought this might be one of the most important things that he had to say because when we look at Contreras and what he does for the team behind the plate, there's still some areas that he can certainly get better at. One of those areas is pitch framing, and that is something that he specifically worked on during the offseason. I work out a lot with my brother. He's uh, one of the best framers in the game, and, and we talk a lot about framings, setups, and he helped me a lot this, this offseason. I think uh, I feel pretty good, feel pretty confident to where I am right now. I know I have a lot of, uh, a long way to go uh, with the framing, but uh, I'm putting I'm putting all my focus on it. And now Contreras is kind of I don't know if alpha male is the is the right way to say it, but you think about last year he came in, Andrew Kisner was around, and even though Kisner was the backup, he was still somebody who had been around with the Cardinals. Well, now Contreras comes in, Kisner isn't around anymore. Uh, Contreras probably has that much louder of a voice when it comes to uh, working uh, with catchers. And uh, he did admit that that's true, but also said from a leadership standpoint, uh, really all catchers should be able to lead in that way. I think that's that's something that every catcher needs to do. It doesn't matter the role. Um, I think uh, we have a lot of eyes around here and everybody's putting their opinion into a game plan, into uh, each own small details. Uh, I think um, that's, that's the way I believe. Um, I'm going to have... A, I don't know if you want to have Herrera or, or Pajes behind me, but um, I get along pretty good with those guys, and I, and I know that they're willing to listen, they're willing to learn, and that's, that's good on my side. So that was what Wilson Contreras had to say earlier today. We'll take a break. I have news in just a, a few moments, and then when we return, we've got a, a busy hour coming up at next hour. We'll hear from Jay Binkley. He's in Kansas City, covers the Chiefs, and then uh, more baseball, hearing from both uh, Miles Michaelis and Matt Carpenter as you are listening to a Graybar Sports Open Line right here on KMOX. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle, from the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback. There's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. 
Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. Leading Ladies, a concert in celebration of Women's History Month featuring Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, Christina Perry. At the King's Theater in Brooklyn, New York on Wednesday, March 20th. Tickets are on sale now. You don't want to miss this amazing night of music dedicated to uplifting women's voices. With Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, and Christina Perry. Odyssey's Leading Ladies presented by Olay Body. Buy your tickets now at kingstheater.com.